Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show <laughs> yeah man steve harvey got a radio show trying to do something with it too man uh you know um i was having a conversation the other day uh with a young person and they were telling me how they felt that their life was stuck that their life was in a rut that they uh didn't know what to do next and one of the things that was causing them uh this sadness or this depression i mean they're really really into something right now one of the things that was causing it um was the fact that um they had made a list of things they wanted to accomplish by a certain age and um that age they just had a birthday recently and um they were looking at the list and the list hadn't been fulfilled. And because that list hadn't been fulfilled, um, they were really, really sad about it. You know, um, one of the things that they had on the list was marriage, kids. And I don't know everything else that was on the list, but that was one of them. And because she had reached a certain age and she wasn't married and she didn't have the kids and she had just celebrated her birthday, she's gone into this uh, mode of sadness where it's really, really uh, taken a toll on her. And uh, as, as I was learning about her situation, uh, I was thinking about it. And I just wanted to share this with you all this morning that um, 
One of the things about making a list about what you want, which I happen to be a proponent of, I, I do it myself. I have a, people have dream boards. I, I have a goal sheet. I have, I've been doing it for years. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful way uh, to set goals and to keep it in front of you as a constant reminder. And I always go over this goal list every day. You know, I mean, I, I go over it all the time, every day. Sometimes I miss a day here and there, but, but mostly every day I pull my goal sheet out and I look at it, I read it. So I was going to these rallies and I was learning about, um, you know, uh, people who were successful and how they kept their mind right and positive. And one of the things I learned was to make these dream boards, these lists, these goal sheets. And um, in making a goal sheet, and you make the sheet according to what you want, think about one thing. When you made your goal sheet about what you wanted, does your goal sheet have on it what God wants from you? Did you ask in any of this, what was his will in your life? You know, look, man, what we want oftentimes is 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 not what he wants for us. And you know, if if you're fighting against what you were created for, if you're fighting against his will, I mean, what do you want to happen? See, don't be so hard on yourself when you look at your goal sheet and you look at what you've not become, what you thought was a great idea. Don't be so hard on yourself because you just made a minor mistake, as do most people. We oftentimes make our goals and set our goals up without ever considering what is it that God wants from us. We keep talking about what we want without ever finding out or knowing what it is God wants for us. Well, guess what, man? Maybe you're fighting against the grain. Maybe you're just a salmon heading upstream. That's a tough fight upstream. Not all salmons get up to the spawning grounds, you know. Some of them don't make it upstream, you know. But all of them, nearly all of them except the ones that's killed by prey, when they're spawned, they go out to the ocean. That's cool because you're going going with the grain. You're going downstream. You're going with the flow. That's, but but when it's time to go against the grain, it's tough. And a lot of us have just been going against the grain for all of these years. But you know what? Listen, man, I did it. I know a lot of people who did it. Very few people get it right from the very beginning. Man, you got to stumble through life sometimes. Sometimes you got to fall through life. You got to make a lot of mistakes, man. But these mistakes are not failures. You know, when you fail at something, don't look at it as a failure. Don't look at yourself as a failure because you're 30 and and your goals ain't reached that you had on your list. That was your list. What about the things that's going right? Stop looking at what you're not. Take some time out and thank God for what you are. How about the fact that you keep waking up to be 30? You know, you get depressed about these birthdays. You really want to throw yourself in some depression, miss a birthday. You really got a problem now. Look at where you are. You keep reaching birthdays. That's a glorious blessing. You keep waking up. You got your health. You've accomplished something. Something on your list is done. People spend too much time on the negative side, and you're just throwing yourself into depression. So what, you wanted to be married by a certain age, and you wanted to have kids. Okay, cool. You could have done all that with the wrong person. There's a blessing in not being married to the wrong person. There's a blessing in not having kids and nobody to help you raise them. There's a blessing in that, man. You're talking to somebody who can tell it to you. You can marry the wrong person if you want to. I'm telling you, you're going to be up in some mess you can't count on. So instead of being angry, 
because you're not married, you don't have kids. Why don't you thank God the man? Maybe he spared you from some misery here. Maybe you could have married the wrong person. Maybe you'd have kids and you're not really ready to be a mother or a father. You got to look at the upside, man. Quit looking at what you don't have. Take some time to thank God for what you do have. When you do that, you make more room for blessings to flow into your life. I'm not saying how God thinks because I really don't know. But I'm telling you, if a person comes to me and I always give a person something and they never appear grateful or they never say thank you, please know you can quit coming to me. Now, I'm, I don't know that's how God works because I've gone back to him several times without being grateful or thanking him and he's filled my basket up again. So I really think he's not like that. I'm, but I can't make the call for sure. But I think at one point in time, me, just just me talking, I'd be a little ticked off at somebody who was always taking, taking, taking and never showing any gratitude. At one point in time, I would just stop the flow of the take. You know, you just, you can't take no more from me. That's what I would do. Now, I'm not calling it like that because I ain't him. But I know he's merciful. He's full of goodness, and he and, he, and he'll forgive you. Again. And thank God he does that because he's shown enough done it for me. But wow, man, take some time out today and be grateful for what you have. Stop complaining about where you're not and think about where you are and then take it from there. And the next time you make a list, make sure on that list you have God's will. What does he want for you? God create, give everybody a gift and a talent. Some of us never apply our gifts and talents. We head off in another direction. Then you wonder why your life ain't where it's supposed to be. Have you ever thought about what God gifted you to do? Have you ever thought about doing that? Skip, skip what you want. I wanted to play in the NBA, but I got to tell you something. That dribbling and shooting and running all at one time was throwing me off a little bit. You know, they just, so I'm doing what I do. It's pretty cool. You can look at it that way, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to hear is unique. What you are about to hear is just going to happen on this station right here. You know why? Because it's the only place you can get the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is it. Turn up your radio louder than it can really want to go. You got it? Got it up there now? Because if you don't, I'm just going to get louder. It don't make me no damn difference how we do it. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> yeah. Getting it in, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning. Happy Monday to you, Steve. To the Kyla Pharrell. What's going on, Steve? Hey, crew, what's up? To the Kia Spates, better known as Junior. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. Monday. To the J. Anthony Brown. Good morning, Steve Harvey. Watch out there now. To the nephew, Tommy. Top, top, top. Monday. And to me. We are all here. Good morning to you. That Lord have awesome. mercy. We are all here. Yes. What a day for a daydream. Hey. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend, Steve? Customized for a daydreaming boy. Yeah, yeah I sat somewhere. up there and uh, read a couple of quotes that I came up with. Barbecued outside, but I was I just smoked some chickens, did some steaks and uh some hot dogs. Ooh, that sounds good. And uh, it's good. 
Just had a good time sitting outside watching TV oh, by myself. No, nothing vegan? You didn't barbecue? No, vegans, I don't know why. The number one reason I can't be a vegan is because of barbecue. <laughs> right? It's, it's one of the, the great. Time. I don't eat what all the time? Barbecue. You only eat that in the summer, Oh, who told you that? Jesus. Where you get that from? She's so bushy. Barbecue ain't seasonal. You know what? Tommy was offended. Barbecue, barbecue whenever barbecue. it's not raining. That's when you barbecue. Whenever <laughs> it's not raining, oh, you can barbecue that barbecue. Outside. Sure, sure. <laughs> barbecue in the snow outside. It can I, be snow on the ground, people. And you're out on the grill barbecuing? Well, yes. <laughs> Why? You know what? Sometimes, Shirley, you just don't fit into the show. Because I don't barbecue in the snow. All all the rest of us is on one accord. You be just, uh. They always go with you. I don't barbecue. (laughs) Barbecue. I will say my husband barbecues all the time. Of course he does. Of course he does. Do you think barbecue restaurants? Why was he so frustrated with you, Shirley? (laughs) You're more than different. W-Y-P-I-P-O. What is that? That's how Shirley be acting. W-Y-P-I-P-O. What's that? What is what is not acronym? White people. White people. <laughs> <laughs> Look, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk we'll talk to the CLO and ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time for Ask the CLO. This one is Hello. from Anonymous in Indiana. Anonymous writes, I'm engaged to a beautiful woman that I have known for most of my life. This will be a second marriage for the both of us, and we reconnected after we both got divorced. I'm 57, she's 56, and she's old-fashioned. She wants to wait until we are married to have sex, and I don't want to make that mistake. I haven't even seen her in her underwear. I would hate to marry a woman that isn't on my level sexually. Should I press the issue? Oh man! Full court press. <laughs> yeah, we got to see. But then problems. one thing about it, man, women control the situation. If they don't let you, you can't do nothing. So, yeah, you know, no. that's it. I mean, you can press the issue, but if that's her wish, bro, it's nothing you can do about it. And let me tell you something: pressing the issue and forcing the issue is two different things. True. We're talking about you can have a conversation about it if you choose to. You know, you can try to use conversation, but that's all you can do. That's all you can do. Matter of fact, no, honor her wishes. Just go somewhere and honor her damn wishes. And if you don't want it, just go somewhere else. Plenty of women out here ain't got that rule. They don't even do the 90-day rule sometimes. Find you somebody else, leave that good little lady alone. She's in, they're engaged though. They're engaged. How? In somebody asked somebody to marry. <laughs> yeah. You know. He's engaged to a beautiful woman. He's known her Can most I get a kids. picture or something? Can I at least get a picture? Can I see? Yeah. Something? She says no. Can he ask somebody she been with? Can he ask them? I mean, <laughs> how about them? What, about you been in what like her ex-husband? 
Yeah. We need a referral. Yeah, we need something. Yeah. Can he get a referral? Y'all stupid. All right. All We're right. moving on. Not a reference. We're moving on. LaToya in Baltimore says, I'm 27 and my boyfriend is 25. He And he's so inconsiderate, he drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. We just got a place together. And his mother came over to see our rental house, and she brought my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend with her. He welcomed them in, and I went to my bedroom after I barely spoke to them. Even though his ex is married now, I don't think it's appropriate for him to allow her into our home. He called me immature and rude. Was I being rude? Hell no. And I think his mom out of line, yeah. too. Yeah. You don't bring this dude's ex over the house with his current woman living there. Right. His mama rude. He's stupid. Yeah. All <laughs> dog. Yeah. Immature. What the hell? Immature. Right. Your all mama, facts. dog. Man, what's wrong with your mama? Yeah. That was disrespectful. Yeah. For she him can't say anything about her. his mama. No, nah, that's disrespectful on so many levels. Mm, How right. would your mama like it? You're right. <laughs> right. If her. somebody brought her husband's ex over to her house. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if she's married now, so what? I don't give a damn what she is. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's wrong. That was wrong. On on every level. Man, I don't know. All right, um, Joanne in Tennessee says, I think my husband is interested in a lady at our church. I had choir practice Saturday, and he's on the cleanup committee, so we rode together. When I got out of um, practice, he was nowhere to be found. I went back into the church to look for him, and I called his cell phone. He answered it and said he was outside. He didn't know I could see him getting out of a car with a woman that is fairly new at church. I told him what I saw with my own eyes, and he denied it. Should I have a talk with this woman? Hmm. I don't know what you're talking with the woman for. (laughs) She saw you, dude. And then secondly, <laughs> he, said he, didn't see me. he said he didn't get out the car. You're proud of him, aren't you? That right there him. is boy, boy. I know you are. And you got to stick with that. And, Steve. you know, it, it wasn't me. He lying on church grounds, no He lying on church grounds. He on the cleanup committee. He getting out the car with a woman that's new at the church. He ain't see me. He's cleaning up her car. I don't know what y'all talking about. But should you talk to the woman? Hell no. No. It's you. The woman ain't took no vows. You married to your husband. That's your whole conversation is with him. But if he gonna stick with his story, see what you see what you know is your husband finna stay with that story. And you finna go <laughs> to her to get another story. story. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh-huh. But his that's... commitment to that story is so resolute <laughs> that she got to go somewhere else to get this information. That's how I knew you were proud of him. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but Shirley, oh, church ground, proud of course, him. rolled that uh-huh. line. Didn't he see me? Yeah. So he he didn't see me get out no car. <laughs> A blue Honda. That's Ooh. what he's saying. That's what he's saying to her. Yeah, let's go, Shirley. All right. Moving on. Shara in um, Delaware says, my 72-year-old grandmother has a bunch of younger friends that hang out at her house. She and my granddad used to have house parties a lot when my granddad was alive. But now she does not know all of the people that hang out there. Uh, her house smelled like weed recently, and she said the smell was from the night before. I will be very upset if she is smoking weed all of a sudden. How can I get my grandmother to be a bit more cautious? 
Well, you got to <laughs> slow down now because your grandma might have glaucoma. Ah. Uh. <laughs> you know. And them she new did friends, not mention that. <laughs> yeah. And them new friends could be her plug. Right. You don't know how this is going. <laughs> so you got to let this thing happen. You know, this... CBD done went everywhere. This this whole yeah. she down at the clinic. She probably all these new friends right. she done probably met down at the shopping center. The you shopping know, center. You know mm-hmm. the plaza mm-hmm. where the new uh you know Green Roots company opened up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know the they always fronts. have yeah. uh you know mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Green Leaf. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True Earth. In Hollywood. Hollywood. They always name their cannabis stores like it's that's a True Earth. <laughs> you know, herbal, God's juice. <laughs> Green you know, garden. lo and behold, mm. lo and you behold, blessed is blessed is he. You know, they be trying to, <laughs> they be trying right. to make the names of their cannabis store sound real heavily. <laughs> Yea, though I walk. Thank you, CLO. Yeah. Coming up next, church complaints with Holy Reverend Hill. And Dean, Dick and Jeff Jam right after yeah. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending news, singer Kelly Price says she's not missing. Also, the jury will continue deliberations in the R. Kelly trial. And yes, we are all confused as to why Robert's lawyer compared him to Martin Luther King Jr. We'll talk about all of these stories. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now, it is Monday. That means it's time for Church Complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. Yeah, do I walk? Yes, yes. In the valley, Uh shadow of death. That's right, that's right. No evil <laughs> shall I feel. Come on here now. <laughs> Rod! Come mm-hmm. on now. That's Come on bad. now. Comfort me. Yes, yes. Mm. I only do, uh, I don't do all the verses. I My <laughs> sermons is like a pop quiz. Fill in the blank. <laughs> All right, then. All right. That's how I teach. That way we can have our sermon and Bible study all at the same day. Give me one, more. That way we ain't got to come in here. Oh, oh here's one. Oh. Honor thy mother mm-hmm. on this earth long. Ah, we missed out on and thy father. See, that's that's why it's Bible study. See, if you fill that in, (laughs) that means you know the scripture, and then we got to come in here Monday night and have Bible study like regular church. (laughs) (laughs) So all my sermons is like pop quizzes. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? That's fantastic. Anyway, we ain't got to be in here seven days a week. Y'all don't give seven days a week. So what are we in here for? You're preaching now. You're I think preaching, preaching learning, and giving ought to be on the same day. Let church say amen. 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 Uh, I said amen. Uh, oh, amen. See, now you're filling in the blanks. Yes, sir, Pastor. That's Bible study and a sermon at the same time. Come on, Deacon. All right, Pastor. Let's get down to it here. Um. 
Sister Nicki Minaj says she wants you to lay hands on her cousin's friend's testicles and pray them down. All right, do you have a problem with that? Can you do it? I got him. I'm going to tell you something right now. He might as well take him and his testicles down to the river and dip them himself. Because we don't lay hands on things of that nature. Uh-huh. We're not that type of ministry. We don't do hands on healing here. We pray for you. Uh-huh. Sick and shut we up. But, but, but we, oh, we'll put you on the list. Uh-huh. But we're not doing hands on From due to COVID and uh, social distancing. Uh-huh. We don't do that in the church anymore. Yeah. We'll pray for you from over the Zoom. All right. I'll let Nicki Minaj know as her cousin's friend. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a conversation, Pastor, about the gospel verses. Uh, Shirley Caesar versus Yolanda Adams. But Ooh. Shirley don't want to do it if Yolanda wear them sexy dresses she be wearing. Uh, Pastor, what can Sister <laughs> Adams wear to keep the confusion down? I don't know where you're going with this one, Deacon. <laughs> how you thought this would be a good one to cover. Oh, uh, Sister Yolanda is like a little sister to me. Personally. That's right. And Pastor Shirley Caesar is my aunt. Uh-huh, so so I can't get involved in this on the no shape or fashion. Oh. Asking you to move on before you uh, <laughs> get you in trouble. Have us off the air. All right, all right, all right, Pastor. Uh, little Darius, <clears throat> Darius Montgomery wanted to help his mother because he thought she was working in the wee hours of the night. He heard barber clippers coming from his mother's room at 3 a.m. Uh, he walked in to help his mama. Uh, those were not barber clippers that boy heard. The boy is traumatized and need counseling. Uh, will you talk to the boy? I think oh, you know no. what well, it was. Since it what little Darius need to do is quit walking in grown folk room. Is what he need to do. Because ain't nobody cutting hair at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Ain't nobody getting a haircut and then go right on and lay down. <laughs> you get a haircut, you get your haircut to go places. You get to cut that evening before you go out, or you get to cut that morning so you can walk around all day tomorrow. Uh, uh, right. Now, okay. little Darius now has learned one of the better lessons in life. Which is What faster. is that, man? Don't go in grown folk room. Oh, you said it at the beginning. In yes. the middle of the night. If you hear noise coming from your mama's room, you can ask her about it tomorrow, but I'll be damned, don't open that door now. <laughs> you finna get educated on the spot. All right, Pastor. Uh, we have a new ministry that has just started. Uh, the edible ministry has just started. The cookies are selling real well. And uh, they're moving up to gummy ba- gummy bears too. So uh, they're asking that you come by and bless the ministry. Our bake sale <laughs> is supposed to be baked goods. Uh-huh. Well, they they supposed to be good. They may be, Deacon, but we can't 
advertise that on the show. <laughs> Let's just sell it and get the profits and move on. We, oh. We're discussing this on the radio. Ain't nobody. Oh, okay, you quiet profit. You want a quiet profit? I don't know. Okay. Why you want to insinuate that our church is dealing? <laughs> what is going oh, on? <laughs> I'm not going to be a part of this. I've already gone to prison. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, I can't do no more damn time. I can't. I didn't know you that. had that much background, but okay, let's keep moving. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring Lord has to save you from something. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Brother Trent Dillon uh, mm. bought a tiny house. Not sure why he thought having a spades get together was going to work. He had 10 people over there to play spades. <laughs> and the people in the tiny house neighborhood complained. So the, the police came and towed the house down to the station, and it's going to take 1500 to get his tiny house back out. Uh, he need help from the church, pal. Well, it wouldn't have been so noisy, but every time it was somebody's turn to play, three people had to come out the house. And they was outside the house hollering. You renege. Right, 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 on them books. Boston, yes. you know, they're saying things like that because yeah. you can only have uh, three people in the tiny house at a time. And a lot of cheating was going on because when one person would come in and only three was in there, so somebody didn't see the card that was played. It took a long time to play that game. They were talking bored right. and everything. Coming up at the All top of the way. hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending entertainment news, uh, singer Kelly Price is not missing and she's safe. That's at least according to her attorney, uh, Monica Ewing, um, who was with Kelly and and, uh, continuing to recover from COVID at an undisclosed location. Uh, Kelly reached out to Cobb County Police to notify law enforcement that Kelly is accounted for and Georgia officials say Kelly Price has been listed as a missing person following last weekend's welfare check conducted at her home. However, it appears that Kelly Price herself confirmed on her Instagram page that she is not missing and her caption uh, leads us to believe that she's doing all right but still battling COVID. So there you have it uh, on Instagram from Good, that's great. Kelly's mouth saying she's okay. I'm not missing, damn it. I'm stop calling me. I'm here. Yeah, that Damn. Was everywhere though. Yeah, it was. The it story was, was everywhere. But she posted yeah. things. Yeah, she was there. They they found her. Good, 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 good. Well, that's good. It is that, she, that oh, yeah. she's recovering. You know. Mm-hmm. And other entertainment news: R. Kelly's fate is now in a jury's hands after weeks of lurid testimony in his sexual misconduct trial. Uh, meanwhile, we're all trying to figure out why did. <laughs> Why did R. Kelly's defense attorney, Devereaux Canick, say that Robert shouldn't be convicted because he embodies, now get this guys, he embodies the same values as the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> Do I need to read that again? You, 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 you put it out there. You just throw it out there. Whatever. See what happens. Huh? Just say anything. <laughs> you just say anything. Just, yeah. Even R. Kelly said, what the hell did you just say? Even he said it, right? <laughs> Panic quoted Dr. King's I've been to the mountaintop speech when compared Kelly to Dr. King. Somewhere I I read of the I read of the freedom speech, he said. Somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly. 
Panic went on to say that like Dr. King, R. Kelly wants the Constitution to be upheld so the government can be true to what's on paper. The panel of seven men and five women are due back in court today to continue their deliberations on racketeering and sex trafficking charges against R. Kelly. He he, uh, he do know that he sealed his fate with that statement, though. Okay. His defense attorney said oh, that. Yeah. Dog, you know, it's people in the deliberation room. Did you hear what he said? There he is. Robert is just like R. Kelly. I wish you... Like Martin Luther King. Is everybody on the same page with me? Can we get this over with? Yes. <laughs> I'm through yeah. deliberating. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, man, it's really a sad story because R. Kelly, man, was... Such a brilliant... He was... A musical genius. Uh, we can say that. Yeah. He put out okay, his cool. so you can I'm, say it. Cool. I'm all that. I was actually going somewhere else with it, actually, because oh. all what you're saying is true. Yeah, musical genius and everything yes. but here's a part that but he's sick you were cleared before right you were cleared you had an opportunity to get yourself right you had an opportunity to stay free you had an opportunity you, see you didn't get the bullet see God give you a warning man he don't just take you away Everybody gets a warning when you start doing wrong. Okay. He, and if you ignore the warning shots mm-hmm. and you keep going mm-hmm. and you make a conscious decision to ignore all of the warning shots, he went to court before and he was acquitted, came out with that big, huge cigar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, brother, you, you right back in the there. Behavior. See, that right there, man, is when you think, first of all, you're really sick. Mm -hmm. You think you're above the law. Untouchable. Yeah, you're untouchable. I'm going to do what I want to do. And you don't care who you harm with it. Mm. That's the sad part, too. Oh, man, so dude, so now, dog, now you sitting up in here, man, you done tried to get out because of covid you tried to get out because you have anxiety. Everybody in jail got anxiety. Hmm. <laughs> now you want to get out because you just like Martin Luther King. And you want the government to uphold the Constitution. Hey, bro, ain't that what we out here fighting for voting rights for? Ain't what we out here fighting so we can stop getting killed by the police? See, you, your lawyer with this constitutional talk... When do you think they're going to apply it, and how do you think they're going to apply it to you? But tell me the similarities of him and Martin, though. Run that I down. I mean, the right. nerve, the unmedicated gall of him to say that. <laughs> the to only compare the two. To compare, exactly, yeah. Shirley. Is they, exactly. they both went to jail. King got out. You'll never get out of jail. You're never, never. going to get out of jail. All it's, the people he you should not, brought up. He shouldn't up. be out of jail. I'm with you no, on that call. No, justice for the victims. But yeah. you can't do what you did at the level and extent that you did it to the sheer number of people you did it to. Right. I mean, yeah. bro, this wasn't right. an isolated incident. I didn't right. know how old she was. That's your M.O. Yeah. Over you go get over. these young girls, man, so you can manipulate them control them. It's too many stories out there, man. Too many women came forward. Bro, they got a special on you. Have you seen it? (laughs) Under the Mm. guise of helping them. Have you seen your special? (laughs) Under the guise of helping their music career. 
you know. Oh, all young, of that. Impressionable yeah. young women, you know. That's it. That's it. That is so and sad. And their parents. So sad. Then he, he wrote Then he wrote that song. What was that song? Uh, I apologize. Had all us and in age it. Age ain't nothing but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, I was sitting here. And the age ain't nothing but a number. He wrote that too. So, yeah. Yeah, with the for Aaliyah. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Coming up in 20 <laughs> minutes after the hour. <laughs> we're going to look into the mind of J. Anthony Brown right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, time to introduce your boy. Ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown. It is the Atlanta Comedy Theater, 22nd, 23rd in Atlanta, Georgia. Get your tickets. If it don't sell out, it just don't sell out. Ain't nothing I can do about it. I'm going to be there, though. Anyway, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. You better sell them yeah. tickets, Tommy. man. What are you talking about? Jay. Tommy. You better Tommy. sell these tickets. Tommy and Kia. Yeah, no. yeah. You hear that? No, listen, yes, listen. Sir. The reason I said that, because I can't make a threat. I, what am I going to do? I can't, uh, anyway, let me do this right here. Here we go. All right. <laughs> First of all, everybody know I don't know too much about sports. I just started watching. I'm trying to learn some things. So I'm going to ask all the guys because I know Steve played, Junior played, and Tommy played. So these are some sports questions that I, I, I can't figure it out. Here we go. At the beginning of a football game, at the beginning of a football game, eight guys from one team and eight guys from another team Plus the referees, the coach, what them guys that dress like they work at Foot Locker, they all go to the middle of the field and they flip a coin. Now my question is, does it take that many people to flip a quarter? That's all I'm asking. Does it take that many damn people to flip a yes. damn quarter? Yeah. It does. Okay, all right, all right. Yes, because you need many you those are witnesses. You gotta have witnesses, okay. The yeah, guy just can't yell back go. to the other people. He can't yell. It's heads. That that would no no. Okay. Well, All let right. me see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. I just found out that a quarterback can be on a team for four years uh-huh. as a backup quarterback and never play in a damn game. Is that true? Is that true? That's yeah. right. He can be hired. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my question is, my question is, could you be hired at McDonald's? to do fries and for four years you sit on your ass and you don't do fries but you still get paid is that how that works that still works? no because no. that's okay. not okay. a skill position uh, okay all right okay you can all try right. it okay you just be fine all right okay here's, here's another one if a player does a good job he gets mm-hmm. a pat on the butt right. if a player does a bad job he gets a pat on the butt. Are those okay. two pats on the butts? Are they with different intensities? Or are they the same? Is it the same damn pat? I mean, no, like no, you they're get a pat. different. It's a different. Okay. Yeah. If it's you do good, pat. it's a regular pat. If you don't do good, uh-huh. you can feel you could feel one of the fingers. <laughs> really. Uh, say that say that again no he doesn't need to <laughs> really if you do something good it's just a regular pack if you do something bad you can feel one of the fingers I've never heard that <laughs> alright we gotta go and thank you, know, you Jay and you know not to do that no more right okay yeah. thank you so much alright thank you Jay uh, 
<laughs> Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour. We'll talk about retirement right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. So the ageless and beautiful Tom Brady is already putting up MVP numbers at the right old age of 44. Me. Excuse me. Yes. Do not use uh, the word ageless with him because I have a company I'm working on and I don't want Tom Brady to get no credit. Now go ahead for the story. <laughs> oh, you didn't have a problem with beautiful. Okay. No, I didn't even hear that. <laughs> all right. The beautiful Tom Brady is already putting up MVP numbers at the ripe old age of 44. And Hall of Famer Joe Montana has joined the growing chorus of fans who think he'll be able to play until he's 50. Speaking with the NFL's Good Morning Football, uh, Montana said as long as he keeps playing the way he is, I don't see any reason why he can't. Okay, so here's today's question, guys. And it's how often do you think about retirement? How Do you plan for it? Do you enjoy what you're doing so much that you that you think you're going to go the distance and never retire? Never. Never going to retire. Never. never retire? Nope. Wow. As as Tommy, Steve. Hold the mic up and talk. I'm not retiring at all. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Junior? Junior? I, I'm 43. I can't retire. I got to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you got big. Okay. Yeah, you, I don't really appreciate the question. I know I got to keep working. <laughs> I can't get none of my benefits. Yeah. You're mad I'm at so far off from 65. <laughs> you got at least 20 something yeah. for years yeah I'm, i'll be working <laughs> i All think right, the beauty so of what we do allows us to do this longer than you know say yeah. we were doing roofing yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that yeah yeah y'all that's great yeah. soon as i hit that magical number y'all ass will never hear from me again <laughs> and that's a magical number for income not eight is oh, that no 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 saying? if i if i get that money next week <laughs> you're done <laughs> go <laughs> but I have heard you say though that no, you would like would. to, to stand, do stand up. I mean, forever because you know. Well, if I get that magical number, I'm gonna do one more special. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's still working then. Yeah. Kind of. No, no, that ain't working. Oh no, that did. I'm just gonna film it myself. Oh. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't even gonna charge to get in. I'm gonna just pack up a stadium. <laughs> And the name of the special yeah, was. I was say, what? The name. He said what? <laughs> <laughs> One more time. One more time. The name of the special is going to be. He said what? <laughs> I'm talking about dog. I'm talking about when I get that money. I'm telling you, it's mm. going to be the special. You think Dave Chappelle said some stuff? Uh-huh. Oh, you just hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna well, make Dave well, Chappelle blink. <laughs> and say, what did he say? What did, what he, did say? he say? Oh. Steve, oh. Huh? Will, will there be cursing in the special if you get that I, magical oh, yeah. number? I, I'm going to try to find somewhere to put regular words. Put <laughs> <laughs> that in. My problem is I'm... <laughs> I'm trying to find some words I'll be using that can, you know, make it all make sense. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Silly. If we could follow along, huh? But in the meantime. Yeah, Man. so, okay. You, you, so you, you guys. for retirement and all of that. Mm. Mm. Oh, I yeah. like what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm yeah. good. I love what I love. Yeah, yeah this is yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Well, well when you enjoy it. I get that lottery, though. You couldn't, you couldn't have a better million. job. You couldn't. Yeah. 
I get that $400 million lottery. I win that. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be some changes around here. Also, oh, then yeah. you're just what? like Steve did, because it's a magical yeah. number. Yeah, you're not a I'm coming in if I win $400 million. I'm coming in. You're coming to work, Jack. Just coming to, to tell work? y'all, I'm not, I'm not going to be here for the rest of the week, but I will be in that day. I will be here <laughs> the day <laughs> I win. What's the purpose of that? Will, What's different? I will not be here for the rest of the week. <laughs> What's different? It's my question. What will be What's different about that? Wow, that one hurt. That really hurt right that there. That hurt. <laughs> that cut you deep. <laughs> cut me deep. Oh, man. No retirement, baby. Let's ride. No, not retirement. Uh-uh. I just want to stay healthy enough to ride. Let's ride. Yeah, ride it out. All right, guys. Coming bye, up next, it is the nephew bye. with today's prank Some phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after it's today's Strawberry Letter, the subject is, she gives a great performance. We'll get mm, into whoa. that, find out what that's all about in just a little bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? New landlord. New landlord. Harmless. Okay. I know it, do. I know it, do. Let's go, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a um, um, Marcus Yeah, just to see who's this. Uh, my name is Jason How you doing? My, what's happening? Listen, um, I'm trying to figure out if you guys are going to be out of the house by Sunday. Um, you not the house. What the hell you mean, out of the house? Uh, well, let, me, let me get clarification. Are you guys at um, West Jennings? Yeah. Okay. Are, are you, you guys haven't started packing up or anything like that? Dude, who are you? Uh, okay. Are, are you, how the hell did you get my number? Uh, I got it from Mr. Vernon. Are you, are you familiar with Mr. Vernon? Yeah, that's my landlord. Okay. Uh, Mr. Vernon hasn't, um, hasn't made contact with you, Marcus? No, I didn't talk to Mr. Vernon since I last gave him my payment. Wow. And who are you again? My name is Jason I actually, um... Who are you, who are you to Mr. Vernon? Well, I actually bought the property from Mr. Vernon six weeks ago. Six weeks ago? Yeah, I actually oh, own. No. I actually own the house now. I, I'm, I'm. It was my assumption that you and Mr. had already hold talked. On. No, hold. Cause we, I, I made my last payment less than six weeks ago. And you own this house? I actually I'm own the house. I'm renting this from Mr. I'm sorry. I'm renting this from Mr. I gave him my payment less than six weeks ago. So you're saying he got my money and you own the house? Man, what's up with that? Well, yeah, I actually do. I guess you know he's. Um, he actually told me that. You guys would have been out by now, and like I said, I'm I'm gonna I'm looking for everybody to be out by Sunday. Are you guys gonna be able to get out of there by Sunday? Hold on. First of all, I still got two more years on my lease at this house. You tell me you want me out by Sunday? Well, Saturday if you could actually do it. Dude, come on. You want me out of here on Sunday? Well, sir, I actually have some tenants that are going to be moving in on Monday. What I'm trying to do is actually get in there, get you guys out, get the place cleaned up so the tenants can move in and actually start unpacking all their things. They're wanting to move in on Monday. Hey, listen here, man. Me and my family, we ain't moving no anywhere, all right? I don't know what the hell you got to do, who the hell you got to talk to, but you better go on and fix that because I wish would come over here and try to tell me I got to get the hell up out this house. Okay, sir, are you understanding the fact I'm telling you I'm the owner of this house now? I don't give a d- I gave my money to Mr. Vernon. You better call him, call somebody, take it to fix this d- We ain't moving no d- places. Sir, I'm going to need you out. We ain't moving no Did you understand? I need you out by Sunday, sir. Now, this is my house, and you're actually arguing with me about my you property. You ain't listening now. to me, man. You ain't listening to me. We ain't moving. I, 
I still got two more years on my lease. Do my last payment. I paid that two months in advance, man. I okay. even so know it, damn. It, 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 let me get you to you understand. Are mine, it, it, it was it was dude. Mr. Uh, responsibility dude, to let you know what what I own the home. Come on, dog. You tripping? Don't call me with this about. I would bring bring your over here if you want to. Right, sir. Come I will, here I will be to. there on Sunday. Now, if you're not moving out, I'll have to move you. We, like I, I ain't moving nowhere. Sir, bring your over here if you want to. I'm though. not gonna sit and go back and forth with you. I want you out of my house by Sunday. I ain't moving. No, bring your monkey over here right now. We can start this right now. I need you out of my. Are you? You're I ain't moving no. Are you hear me? I ain't saying it no more. You arguing with me about my property, sir? Are you listening? I'm paying for this. I'm paying on this right now. I ain't moving no. Where you hear me? We my family like this. We gonna sell our right here for another two years so I can get them a better place. Are right? you hear me? Sir, hear I me? got tenants that will be pulling up. I don't give a bring whoever you want to bring. I got some weight on y'all. Come on in. I ain't received no notice. I ain't got no phone call from nobody else. I'm, I got. I'm listening to you talking to Mr. V calling me. He the one who got my. Money. Mr. Ain't is out of the picture no now. No kind of phone call, no email, no text message, no what the Mr. Is out of the picture. I own like the I property now. Me and my family, we're going to be here for another two years. You hear me? You're not going to be there another two years. I get them into a better place. You're going to be you're, out of there. You're, you're come moving in my family. If I just there, dog, bring your over here if you want to. Are you listening to me? You're going to be out of the What are you trying to hear? You got to take care of this on your own. You ain't moving me and my family out this house. Are you, are you are you listening to me, sir? What, what, what you got to say? You saying something different now? I'm what? telling you, if you're not out by Sunday, then I'm coming to move your stuff out by Sunday. You ain't moving. Bring your over here if you want. I, I wish it would. You. Excuse me? You. I got something else I need to tell you. Are you listening? What the? What the? I, are you listening to me? What? Say something. I want to tell you this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Malik, your son got what me to prank phone call you. Come on, man. <laughs> dog, are you playing? <laughs> are you serious? Come on, dog. <laughs> y'all, see y'all on that other stuff, man. I'm gonna kick that little man. Y'all got me, dog. Oh man, I got you, man. You all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm alright, man. I'm gonna let my blood pressure calm down. He I'll told me, right. he told me y'all listen to the show on the way, uh, on the way to dropping the kids off at school in the morning. Every morning, dog. Oh man. Uh, all I know was uh, you weren't getting out that house come Sunday, was you? Dude, hell no. <laughs> we ain't moving nowhere. Oh man. man, I'm already trying to save up, trying to get them a better spot. Hey man, keep pushing, brother. I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. I tell you what. I like the part when you say you're going to say something different because you've been saying yeah. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, blank you. Nope. What did you say? <laughs> okay. That was your I favorite part, Steve. <laughs> My favorite. Because I'm letting you know. Right. <laughs> you know what? You know what's right amazing? Now. <clears throat> Why do people act like they can't hear F you? They know they can hear I mean, you. Yeah. Always say it. They heard it's it. pretty final. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something, man. And, and see, you got to understand that part of it. When it get there, uh-huh. it, he done with the conversation. Yeah. And yeah, ready. And ready for ready. whatever it he's, is. He's trying to get it to the next level because that's where we at now. Mm, yeah. See, the one thing about us, man, 
once it get to a certain point and we see you ain't hearing us, mm-hmm. okay, cool. I tell you what, mm-hmm. come on over here. I wish you would yeah. come over here. Because yeah. it's going to be different. Yeah. Somebody be, asked yeah. me one time, he said, uh, guy that works for me, he's from out of the country. He said, uh, Mr. Harvey, why, why is it your reaction, everything turns violent? I say, just in case it do. Yeah. You already there. Uh, mind is ready for it. Dog, I'm yeah. just in case it do. Because I done seen it go there too many times. Uh-huh. So I'm already I'm already set. All you got to do is say go. I'm over here already. But it's he said, that's got to be a rough way to live. I said, dog, I, sh- show me another way. You can't you can't be black and not know it's a possibility that it might happen. You oh, got we to anticipate BS no <laughs> yes. as black yeah. right. people. Ain't we no anticipate way. the right. BS. That's the only way. question on the table is you willing to die for this moment? Cause I am. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> Junior. Yeah, that's what that really <laughs> boils down to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. But when they but you ask know. you, do you want to take it there? Because I'm ready to take it there. When they ask you that, they're ready to take it there. So you have to. And because. But do they ever a- actually ask you, though? It just goes it just there, happens. doesn't it? Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. 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 Hey, let me drop this. I got to say thank you to everybody in West Palm Beach. Came out and hung out with the nephew this past weekend. We did the doggone thing, didn't we? Yes, we did. So the show keeps moving. The nephew is now coming. To Detroit, Michigan, October the 16th, Saturday night, baby, at the Music Hall. It is your boy, Nephew Tommy, hosted along with Guy Tory, Tommy Davidson, Rodney Perry, and my girl, Dominique. It is stacked. I will be hosting, and we're going to have a whole lot of fun. Detroit, Michigan, get your tickets. they on sale right now. That's Saturday, October 16th at the Music Hall. Tickets on sale right now. That sounds like right a fun now. show. Fun show. It's a lot of fools right there. Tommy Davis. Yes. A lot of fools <laughs> right there. All right. Not, thank you, nephew. Kidding. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. She gives a great performance is the subject. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. That's for you, Jay. And you never know. It could be yours that we're reading. It it could be. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, she gives a great performance. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been dating a very attractive woman with the perfect body and beautiful brown skin. I met her at a gym, and she asked me out which I loved because she is not afraid to go after something if she wants it. We have been dating for a little over a month, and we finally had sex over the Labor Day holiday. I wasn't expecting the performance I got. She's very athletic, and it was hard to keep up with her in the bedroom. I was given all kinds of instructions, and she was very dominant. I tried to get into it, and each time I got so distracted by her demands, I couldn't perform. I was intimidated. Finally, after it was over, we went onto my patio and had a glass of wine. She started analyzing the encounter and saying what could have been better and what we needed to work on. (laughs) I felt like I was back in college playing football and going over the game footage and critiquing it. I found myself apologizing to her and telling her I'd do better next time. A few days later, we had a few drinks and she started to get me in the mood. 
She said she'd do all of the work since I was tipsy. I thought she was too, but she wasn't. I got scared. I'm a 42-year-old grown man, and I've never been afraid of any woman in the bedroom, but I doubted myself with her. I remember just lying there, and it's like my spirit left my body from the things she was doing to me. <laughs> it was so unbelievable that I'm tempted to break up with her, but I'm also intrigued. I plan to be on my quote-unquote A-game next time, but I have no idea what she'll do. She's 10 years younger than I am, so I can't continue to be afraid of her. Would I be a wuss if I asked her to take it easy? Help me! <laughs> Wow. Woo, she got you, huh? Wow. <laughs> 10 years younger, 32. Hmm. Well, I mean, th- this might be the first letter of this kind, Steve, that we've ever gotten from a man that says he's afraid or intimidated uh, by a woman's sexual prowess. I, I think um, you should just admit it, sir. Um, <laughs> you've met your match and beyond and this younger woman, and you can't take it. I mean, there is a lot going on here, though. Uh, But it's like you said, you love a woman who's not afraid to go after what she wants. Well, she did that, and she's still way too much for you. She's actually more of a drill sergeant, it sounds like, from your letter and your description than a sexual partner right now. And your mind is blown, and so you can't give her up. I think you should take your big ego out of it so you can ask her to take you a little slower. It's okay to do that, you know, even if if she's younger and more skilled. It's okay. (laughs) It's all right. You say you're intrigued, so why don't you just listen to her suggestions, you know, when you all afterwards and she tells you what she needs. Listen to her. Really listen to her. And allow yourself to, you know, just have great mind-blowing sex from here on out. You, you shouldn't be scared. Don't be scared. Just get on into it. You'll, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Steve? Yeah, well, that ain't how this go. All <laughs> oh, this here. Let me straighten you out. I don't know what letter you was reading. <laughs> that ain't the situation in it. Just Take sit back and enjoy this mind-blowing <laughs> sex. Mind-blowing sex. What? We got some issues it. in deal right here. See, Shirley, you couldn't view this letter because you're not, a man wrote this letter. Mm -hmm. You can't know what he going through. Let me walk you through what happened. He's just scared, that's all. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been dating a very attractive woman with the perfect body and beautiful brown skin. Met her at the gym. She asked me out, which I love because she's not afraid to go after something she wants. We've been dating for a little over a month now, and we finally had sex over Labor Day holiday. I wasn't expecting a performance I got. (laughs) She's very athletic. It was hard to keep up with her in the bedroom. I was given all kinds of instructions, and she was very dominant. Now, hold on, bro. Let, let Let me take you back up here now. You just said, I loved it because she is not afraid to go after something she wants. Now you down in the letter talking about she was very dominant. I was given all kinds of instructions. I tried to get into it each time, but I got so distracted by her demands, I couldn't perform. Oh, don't punk out now. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, it's on now. 
See, now you all up in there. She little fine thing up at the gym, 10 years younger than you and all this here. Yeah. Now, after it was over and you got distracted by the demands, y'all went out on the patio, had some wine. Love it. Then she started analyzing the encounter, saying that we could have done it better what we needed to work on it. And all this here. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was back in college. Oh, I could see the visual now. So you just you just had to put your backpack on and get your composition <laughs> notebook out. Yeah, you was in school. Teacher was up in there to woe you out. Well, I know how to fix all this for you, boy. Yeah, now you trying to talk about you felt like you was back playing football, going over the game footage and critiquing it. Now, he put that in there to let us know that he was a former athlete right. in college and he played oh. football. Exactly. So he didn't he didn't want us to think he was just a punk. Mm. All That's right, what hold he on. put that in there for. Uh, but he we'll didn't part, punk, though. <laughs> we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, she gives a great performance. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. She gives a great performance. <laughs> she gives a great performance. Mm-hmm. And what the letter should say is she outperformed me, and I don't know what to do. Right. That's what the damn <laughs> subject ought to be. She gives a great performance, but your ass didn't. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Are you mad? That yeah, no, like I it. got something for him. So now he all up in there. He loved the girl because she came up to her. Asked him out because she mm-hmm. she like he like a woman that go for what she want. Then when they got had sex, found out she was passing out all kind of instructions and she was very dominant. You just said you like a woman that go after what she want. Now she in here, she all oh, that's everywhere. So now she all up in your bedroom with this here. I tried to get into it, but every time I was so distracted by her demands, I couldn't perform. I was mm-hmm. intimidated. After it was over, we went out on the patio and had some wine, and she started telling me, analyzing the encounter, saying what could have been better and we needed to work on. And I felt like I was back in college, like I had my backpack on and my little black and white composition notebook. And she was just giving me lessons and everything. I didn't know what to do, but I knew what I was doing because, you know, I felt like I was back in college playing football and going over the game footage and, and critiquing it. Boy, <laughs> boy, don't try don't try to blow yourself up now. Toot your horn. <laughs> yeah, now nah, you trying to act like you something now. Nah. Oh, yeah, it wasn't where all that football playing that on back in that bedroom, though. Where all that game footage where you know how to do all that. But you done ran up in the Thundercat. Now she just, rah, she just in there wearing your ass out. Now you done climbed up in the sack. Rah, you just yeah. in bed with a little mountain lion, just bobcat, just wearing your yeah. ass out. Scratching you and passing out instructions. You don't know what to do. And these, it's these instructions that's getting on your nerves, you know. Faster. Faster. Well, well hold up now. Any faster, this going to be over. You know, you got to slow down with some of these damn instructions now, you know. Harder. I, I done threw my damn back out now. Ain't no hard. I ain't got no. I threw my whole damn back out in here now. More. Ain't no more. Damn it, this it. <laughs> See, all these instructions, what she was doing was giving you instructions for you ain't got. Faster, harder, and more. That's all the instructions you can get. I been here, boy. That's what we finna get into. I been here. So let me help you out. A few days later, we had some drinks, and she started getting me in the mood. She said she'd do all the work. I thought it was, I, I thought, I thought she was too, but she wasn't. 
Then here's when he finally admitted it. I got scared. <laughs> I'm a 42-year-old grown man, and I've never been afraid of any woman in the bedroom, but I doubted myself with her. I remember just lying there, and like my spirit left my body. <laughs> And what? she was stuff she was doing to me, yes. and, and it was so damn unbelievable. I'm tempted to break up with her, but I'm intrigued. I plan to be on my A game next time, boy. You ain't got no damn A game. <laughs> you ain't got no A game. You ain't got your A game out in these two, three times. But ne- but next time, I have no idea what she'll do. See here, that fear come back in. Mm-hmm. She's 10 years younger than me. That ain't no excuse. So I can't continue to be afraid of her. Would I be a wuss if I asked her to take it on me? Boy, let me tell you something. You a wuss if you don't follow them damn instructions next yes. time. Yes. Come See, on, boy. You a wuss because you can't keep up. You a wuss because you scared. You a wuss because she dominating. You a wuss because she done had a bunch of demands you can't meet. See, you you not, not and then and then you sitting up in here and then and then what the little part in there what talking about? She was talking to me so crazy that I I remember lying there like it was so unbelievable. Tim they got next on the team. Where's the part where he said he was apologizing? Oh, that go up, go up. I found myself apologizing to her and telling oh, yeah, her she I'd said do better I next time. Analyzing the account and saying to get them better. I felt like I'd been playing football going over there. I found myself apologizing to her and tell her I'd do better next time. You was a wish when you started apologizing. You was a wish when you said you'd do better. But see, boy, with all that said, mm-hmm. you done bit off more than you can chew. That's all it is to it. But now here come the big brother advice, Uncle Steve. Oh, I've been there, dog. Oh, I've been right where you at. Oh, and it's frightening. What do they be doing? Oh, they do everything. I've been there before. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't I done been laying over in the corner sucking my thumb before. It was just too damn much. I didn't I done had a woman walk into the bed and I'm sitting up pulling the covers up under my chin, shaking while she comes towards the bed. I got the covers up under my chin because here she come again. I done been there, boy. So what you have to do, here's the way you do this here. You got to wear her down with foreplay. Okay. Listen to me. You got to take some of that energy, all that fitness, you got to get it woe down in full play. You got, to, you got to tell her, like, climb up on that shelf in the closet so I can see it better. See, it take effort. Army crawl around the bed three times towards me, then climb up in the bed. You got to zap some of her energy. Hey, baby, hey, baby, before we do this tonight, you know I like doing it downstairs on that couch. Go downstairs and bring that couch up here. You got to get somebody's energy. Right. Yo, gotta go. only hope is to wear her ass out. Other than that, <laughs> she gonna do you, boy. On today's Strawberry Letter, it's Steve you Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Alone, Come on over here with me, man. Let's go play some yeah. golf. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, too. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Junior has a brand new poem. Yes, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it's been a minute. Our resident poet, Junior, is here with a brand new poem. Junior, take it away. Yes, Shirley, you know, um, injustice anywhere, I must speak on it. 
Oh. Uh, you know, I oh. know the envious was a week ago, but uh, mm-hmm. this has been on my what? mind and it's troubling me. What? So I had to write a poem about it. And uh, the title of the poem is called uh, Them Emmys. Oh, the okay. Emmys? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Emmys. The Emmys, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I saw some injustice, so here it is. Oh. <clears throat> How come more black people didn't win an Emmy? Don't try to ignore me because I know you sure do hear me. I don't want to start no mess. I don't want to fight. But hardly nobody black won anything. Y'all know that ain't right. Mm. Nothing for ready to love or the assisted living. <laughs> <laughs> so white people are the only winners to awards that you are given. Uh-huh. Now Cedric did a nice job if you ask me. He did rock it. So Cedric, why didn't you take four or five of them damn innings and put it in your suit pocket? You saw how deep your pockets were. <laughs> so in closing, let me say to the people in charge of the Emmys, don't call it that next year. Just call the show Demis. Because that seems like they're the only ones that win. The end. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Junior. Oh, man, Godfather. Ain't nobody black get up there. Yeah. Yeah. You made a statement. Nobody. I don't even know why all them black people went. Why did all of them, why did that many why? go? Because I mean, it looks good to have them there. It does. Well, it does. see, they gave y'all all them awards last year. Right. 2020, yeah. That was your year. <laughs> that was COVID. That was George yeah. Floyd. You got to mm-hmm. watch how they work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah. they do, they, they always, I know them, man. They always do it. It's George social justice. Let's get some. Let's get some more black women in here. Let's get some uh-huh. more black people. Let's put some more people of color in Diversity. here. Okay, Diversity. you got that out the way. Now let's get on back to what get, we do. Yeah, right. get that out your system. So is it every okay. other year or just so when we, something? No, happens? no, no, man. It's only when the spotlight is shined on them. Yeah. When they gonna get. When they when they gonna get when it's gonna look like a return on investment. Oh wow, and, and they then, reacted naturally to this. But no, they, they have to be said, forced. They put said up there, so that was supposed to appease us, right? Because they knew they weren't going to get y'all. Uh-huh. 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 Oh, wow. so we just do the entertainment. I'll never forget that time. <laughs> so that Steve, was a you week. were at the Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> you were nominated, <laughs> but you lost. Not a good feeling. <laughs> Fix your oh, face. Love your right, face, Steve. Man, that's why I don't go no more. Because I'll tell you right now, I ain't damn what I do. I know good and well I'll post a movie. But this has been on Junior Mind for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I've been to the Emmys at the daytime Emmys. It's only black win. people mind that lost for a week, too, that's sitting there going. <laughs> what about the ones that didn't even get nominated? <laughs> I got dressed up for nothing. All right, guys, we're moving on. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Junior, what you got? Sports talk. Oh, man, pimping week three. Picks it. Boy, you was kind of hot this week, pimping. <laughs> oh, day. Say it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and run through them. All right, pimping, you picked it, man. Panthers over to Texas 24 to 9. Oh, Pick man. It. We'll take it. <laughs> Bills over to Washington football team 43 to 21. Picked it. You already know the Browns over the Bears, 26-6. Picked it. Oh, the Ravens winning big fashion, 19-17, over the Baltimore, over the Detroit Lions. 66-yard field goal. Picked it. Ooh, that was a good one. Titans over the Colts, 25-16. Told you. <laughs> you go another one of Pippen's big picks. The Chargers over the Kansas City Chiefs, 30-24. They beat, did they I behind. pick that one? Yes, you yeah, did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I 
picked it. Not the doubt. Didn't know. I wasn't looking for that one. Here go another one you picked right here, Pippen. You picked the New Orleans Saints to beat the New England Patriots 28 to 13. Wanted it. <laughs> here go another one, Pippen picked right here. The Atlanta Falcons over the New York Giants 17 to 14. About time, Falcons. <laughs> here another should give me game of the week. The Bengals beat the Steelers 24 to 10. I didn't care about that, but I sure was glad. <laughs> <laughs> It is here another one. Arizona Cardinals over the Jacksonville Jaguars, thirty-one to nineteen. I told y'all, Murray so boy, dead. man, this boy is on fire. Broncos over the Jets, twenty-six to zero. Said it. <laughs> wow. Miami Dolphins fall short to the Las Vegas Raiders, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Knew it. <laughs> and the Los Angeles Rams over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ooh. 34 to 24. Wasn't no doubt. <laughs> Wait, you Did he get that? all of them right? Yeah. Y'all don't all understand. Of, I on. told y'all. Just hold what? on. Here we go. I only missed on. one. Hold on now. The Vikings over the Seahawks 30 to 17. Lost it. Yeah. Oh, that's the one. Uh, we'll do that one. I don't know what the hell happened there. <laughs> you were on a roll, Pippen. <laughs> he was on a roll. I told you he was uh-huh. on fire. Green Bay Packers over the 49ers, 30 to 28. Oh, my God. I didn't make that one either. No, Pippen oh. fell short on that one, man. But more over than that, though, killed it, Pippen. Can't, I can't even lie. You killed that. I only, I only missed two. I tried to tell y'all. See, what Pippen doing right now is Pippen ain't picking because we on in the city no more. We ain't doing that. Who are you I love you Detroit, books? but you know, getting him well, they won't win that football. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> who'd you, who'd you predict for the night? Yeah, who you got for the night, Pimpin? See, that's a hard one, man, because Dallas is playing real good, and I love the Dallas Cowboy players. I just don't like the team. I like the owner, Jerry Jones. I met him one time. He's straight mm-hmm. pimp. And the all the players love him. Yeah. I just don't love they call them America's team. That's when I I've hated them ever since they was in the North Division with the Browns back in the sixties. You understand? So well, my hate is deep. This person. Yeah, this is oh, personal. And then my frat brother is the quarterback for uh Philly. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I love Dak because I met him at the NFL Honors. You know, we was both standing there just pimped out, you know. And so it's a hard one for me to pick because of my frat brother. I want him to win, you know. But I think, yeah. let me see. Hold up. Let me put on my pimping cap and see what I can come up with. Well, they both want one. Cadabra, huh? They both want one. So. Oh, okay, you interrupted the pimp thing I was doing. The pimp magic. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Let me think again. Abracadabra. Shazam. <laughs> Uh, what's that thing I normally do? Shop, shop, do not, the blah, blah, blam, tutti, fruity. Oh, man, let me see. Ain't nothing coming to me. Oh, super casual, fragilistic, SB allidocious. I must pick the one that gets the biggest notion. It looks like a Dallas win tonight, Pimp. What? what? I don't even want to, but Dallas, that damn Prescott is playing in the Got it. <laughs> All right. All Come right. On, Thanks, Jamin. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pimpin. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Did you guys see this viral video of the two gorillas at the Bronx Zoo? Yeah. <laughs> this oh, like- yeah. 
Oh my gosh, yes. Got shot. Yeah. Uh, Them kids got to be traumatized. (laughs) Several times. I watched it over and over. Yeah. (laughs) Great technique, though. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. I mean, there was no foreplay or nothing. Just, 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 okay. They they were engaged, these two gorillas, in an oral sexual act, and it was on display for everyone to see. Uh, Two gorillas shocked onlookers. They got really down and dirty, uh, really raunchy. Parents quickly turned their children away from the sex scene while others were gawking and looking on in shock. See them babies out that window? <laughs> <laughs> and other gorillas was passing by like, you know, how do you been this you, with you if, if you watched it as many times as I have, there's another gorilla that was coming over there to probably visit her. And the other gorilla's like, man, damn him. Let's just do this while he right here. Uh, and he, just, he just walks away in shame. That's right. Walk your little punk ass away. And, and it's just, I saw all that because I watched it so many times. I was like That's 300. Scary. I watched it. Oh, you really oh, saw well, it. Well, you know what, guys? Animal yeah, I really looked at it. Here's what the animal experts say. This behavior is completely normal. Yeah, I guess so. That's what they say. Humans and gorillas have 98% of the same DNA, and thus it's not so shocking that they do this. I laughed. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time for Ask the CLO. This one is from Anonymous in Indiana. Anonymous writes, I'm engaged to a beautiful woman that I have known for most of my life. This will be a second marriage for the both of us, and we reconnected after we both got divorced. I'm 57, she's 56, and she's old-fashioned. She wants to wait until we are married to have sex, and I don't want to make that mistake. I haven't even seen her in her underwear. I would hate to marry a woman that isn't on my level sexually. Should I press the issue? Oh, man. (laughs) Full court press. We got to see but then dogs. one thing about it, man, women control the situation. If they don't let you, you can't do nothing. So, yeah, you no, know, no. that's it. I mean, you can press the issue, but if that's her wish, bro, there's nothing you can do about it. And let me tell you something. Pressing the issue and forcing the issue is two different things. True. We're talking about you can have a conversation about it if you choose to. You know, you can try to use conversation. But that's all you can do. That's all you can do. Matter of fact, no, honor her wishes. Just go somewhere and honor her damn wishes. And if you don't want it, just go somewhere else. Plenty of women out here ain't got that rule. They don't even do the 90-day rule sometimes. Find you somebody else, leave that good little lady alone. They're engaged, though. They're engaged. How? Somebody asked somebody to marry. Yeah. You know. engaged to a beautiful woman. He's known her Can I get a can't. picture or something? Can I at least get a picture? Can I see yeah. something? She says no. Can he ask somebody she been with? Can he ask them? I mean, <laughs> how about them? What, Have about you been in what like her ex-husband? <laughs> yeah. We need a referral. Say, man, we need something. <laughs> yeah. Can he get a referral? <laughs> Y'all stupid. All right. We're All moving right. on. Not a reference. <laughs> We're moving on. Latoya in Baltimore says, I'm 27 and my boyfriend is 25. He, and he's so inconsiderate, he drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. We just got a place together, and his mother came over to see our rental house, and she brought my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend with her. 
He welcomed them in, and I went to my bedroom after I barely spoke to them. Even though his ex is married now, I don't think it's appropriate for him to allow her into our home. He called me immature and rude. Was I being rude? Hell no, and I think his mama out of line, yeah. too. You don't bring this dude's ex over the house with his current woman living there? Right. His mama rude? He stupid? Yeah, all <laughs> Dog, yeah. immature? What the hell, immature? Right. Your all mama, dog? Man, what's wrong with your mama? Yeah. That was disrespectful. Yeah. But for she him can't say anything about his mom. No, that's disrespectful on so many levels. Mm, How right. would your mama like it? You're right. <laughs> right. If her. somebody brought her husband's ex over to her house. Right. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if she's married now. So <laughs> what? Coming up, it is our last break of the day. The last break of the day in your face. <laughs> We'll have some closing remarks from the one and only, our fearless leader, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Monday. On this Monday. Wow. Time is flying. New week, really yeah. Is. Last yeah. week of us. Yeah. September this year. Yeah. It's going to be Thanksgiving in a minute. You in hear me? Halloween and Thanksgiving. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> then Christmas. Damn. Then we started all over again. Ooh, Halloween. Why they bring Chucky back? You seen Chucky? Chucky is back. <laughs> still scary, isn't Man, he? Chucky is on. Still scary. And Jason, too. Jason's back, too. No, Chucky. no, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Myers is coming back with another movie. Yeah. Well, Candyman came, came back. Candyman came back. Oof. Candyman came back. All right, Steve. Okay. You we know, threw- um, <laughs> I was thinking about something over the weekend, and I had um. You know, I, I read a lot of uh, motivational uh, and self-help books. Not not really the whole book, I wouldn't say that, but I read quotes and go through stuff. I, the last time I read a motivational book um, uh, the, the was the last, well, that's a long story. But I read a lot of those. But I read quotes and I listen to motivational series a lot. I think that's the best way for me to put it. And I was reading something that meant a lot of sense and I wanted to share with everybody today because maybe you can find out where you fit into this whole equation and if you find out that you're not where you want to be there are some things you can do to change where you are and who you associate with and the thing I was reading was kind of quoting something like this I'm just going to paraphrase it because I'm just talking right now but it was saying something to the effect that great people talk about ideas Average people talk about things, and small people talk about other people. And as I thought about that, man, I said, oh my goodness, how true is this? And if you really analyze yourself, man, it can be a little shocking sometimes if you think about it. Because what is the majority of your time spent doing? Are you constantly talking about ideas? Because great people talk about ideas. Or are you always talking about things, a lot of things? You know, I mean, average people talk about things. There's nothing wrong with being average or none of that. I'm not making a judgment call on it. But small people talk about other people. And that's where it gets into a little trickiness for me because You know, man, you have to be careful who you associate yourself with because somebody once told me, if you take a look at your five closest friends and describe your five closest friends, 
once you get through, you have just described yourself. Because you know what, man? You actually get to select your friends. This is not your family we're talking about. You're just born with them. But you actually select your friends. You select who you text, who you call, who you hang out with, who you run with, who you socialize with. That's a choice. And if you could describe your top five friends, you really just described yourself. And I was just thinking about what all this quote could really mean and to me, it just came down to great minds. They seem to love to discover new ideas, you know, while average minds, they love to discover things which already happened. There's nothing wrong with that. Once again, I'm not making a judgment call, but I just try to learn for myself where I want to be in life. Great minds love to discover the new ideas, while average minds love to discover the things which already happened. And at the same time, small minds love to talk about the other people. I keep getting back to them small people because all they do is talk about other people. Great, great minds discuss ideas and great minds tend to find solutions which can help prevent the problem. I've noticed that about a lot of great people that they discuss the ideas and tend to find solutions that can help prevent problems. And then average minds, which ain't nothing wrong with it, they discuss events, and average minds have a tendency to find the problems without looking for the solution. That's, that's the difference. But then when you get down to small minds, Small-minded people, they discuss people. Small-minded people, they have a tendency to gossip about the people or the things, or the things which aren't going to make any positive impact. Do you know how true that is about small-minded people? They keep gossiping and they keep discussing things that don't have an impact and nothing positive comes from them. Ladies and gentlemen, stop associating yourself with small-minded people because it will eventually rub off. If you want to be great, form an association with great people. I'm telling you, man, if you sit around people that's always talking about small things and you always around them, you got to jump in. You, 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 you have to participate. It's, it, you, you would be rude not to. It would almost be insulting. You know, why are you here? Why are you with us? Because if you're with us, you're with us. And think about that, man. I look back on my life and I look at how many times I sat with small-minded people and participated in it because I was in the room with them. The sooner you can disassociate yourself from small-minded people, the sooner you get to move into the area of greatness. Because great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. And small-minded people just discuss whatever they're doing in a negative, negative way, in a negative slant. Don't let that be you. Those are my closing remarks. Change your environment, everybody. You dig? Y'all have a great day. Oh, 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 oh,
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 